Hi, um, good evening. Uh, I'm talking to Mandy O'Field from uh, who works as an associate director of industrial engineering. Um, good evening. <laughs> Hope you're keeping well. <laughs> I am. Thank you. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about your role tonight, and really, I'm um, just asking if you could tell us a little bit about your com or the company you work for, what you do, and uh, what your day-to-day -day job looks like. Yeah, absolutely. So I work for United Health Group, which is a healthcare company, and I'm personally located within Washington State in the States, but our company is based out of Minnesota, and we have people actually all over the world. Um, my position in engineering is really more of a process improvement group that I work with. So we go in and we work with internally in groups within the company and look for areas in which they can improve and um, whether that be just changing their job setup or creating automation to help take steps out of their work day. Um, really my position though is overseeing a team of engineers and I currently have six engineers that work under me and so a lot of my day-to-day -day is really a lot of coaching um, developing people and their skills, as well as just building relationships with our business partners. Okay. And what kind of timings in the day, what kind of hours would you work or is it, does it vary a lot or? Uh, so my hours, um, since I am in the Pacific time zone, I actually start pretty early for me. So I start at 6 a.m. and I usually work until around 3 p.m. Like I said, our company is based in Minnesota, so there's central time. So usually they are more eight to five. So for me to adjust, then it's really more of that six to three. Okay. And you were saying that you have um, six other engineers under you and that you coach them and guide them. What kind of skills do you think your job requires or what do you think you need to do a job like yours? <clears throat> a lot of patience because people are all different and they start at different um, places. So as they come into our company, they may have worked for multiple other companies or they may be brand new, like right out of school to where this is their first real job. So it's really just having the ability to listen and figure out where people are at in their journey and then evaluate how best to guide them. So a lot of just relationship building, a lot of talking, coaching, um, thinking about how best I can direct my message towards them to where they'll understand and be able to take it in and then have the output that we're looking for. Okay. And would the engineers that work under you, would they be qualified in industrial engineering as well? Or would it be different types of engineering that they work in or? So in order to get hired into our department, generally we require an industrial engineering degree. However, if somebody has work experience in the field um, for a long enough duration, we would still consider them. So for example, one of the people on my team, actually his degree, he's um, in, uh, he was a meteorologist. So okay. nothing to do with engineering, but then he happened to have a position with a company where that's what he was doing for a number of years was industrial engineering. And so he's an engineer now for us. Okay. 
So sometimes the experience can be just as good. Absolutely. Um, behind it. Um, well, on that uh, story, how did you get get into the role? How did you get to be where you are today, basically? Uh, where did you start out? And give us a little idea of your career path. Yeah, so actually, when I went into college, I started as a majoring in business management. And then I changed to economics. And when I was a junior in economics, I decided that really wasn't for me. So I went through the whole course curriculum for the university that I attended and came across industrial engineering. And one of the things I liked about it was that it talked about problem solving and just being able to come in and evaluate and try to make things better. And so I decided why not? I'd give it a try and that's what stuck. And so once I graduated from school, I did not want to move to a big city in another um, state. So the company that I worked for, I ultimately created my own position with them. I proposed it, they accepted it. So I became a buyer for this chain of stores, but really how I was using my industrial engineering skills was bringing those stores together as far as like inventory control and pricing and um, systems. I implemented an inventory system throughout the company. And eventually I, um, I went to work for UPS, so United Parcel Service, and I had actually interned for them during college and a position had opened up uh, where I lived. They were the actual company that wanted me to move to a big city that I didn't want to. But um, so I was able to stay where I lived and start working for them. And over the years, I changed positions within that company and got back into industrial engineering. And then ultimately, a coworker that I worked with there came over to United Health Group, and he called me up and asked if I wanted a position on his team. So that was in 2014, and I've been here ever since. Fantastic. Um, so obviously, as you said, you kind of created a position for yourself, and you you pushed to where you wanted to be, which is fantastic. And uh, it's brilliant that you didn't have to move cities. Um, so. If there was somebody, a student, 16, 17 year old student now, have you any advice you would give to them, I suppose, if if they wanted to go into the same field that you're in, what anything that you would uh, say to them to think about or recommend that they do now? Um, if they were interested in industrial engineering, I would say just some of the things that you can work on Besides just the technical pieces, which really the technical pieces are what you're going to learn in school. That's going to be the basis of your degree is all the technical. But within industrial engineering, because there's so much interaction with a business and you're trying to influence them and get them to see how they need to change and get them to adopt what you're proposing, there's a lot of soft skills that are required that go along with that, that they really don't teach you. That doesn't come with your degree. So I would just say anything you can get involved in that's going to put you in a spotlight of needing to talk to people or influencing without authority. So being able to convey a message and get people to accept it and change their viewpoint and, um, and really just 
building relationships is so important. So any type of networking, whether it be getting involved in clubs or church or sports, any type of those things that draw you in to networking with people just really helps build those soft skills for the future. And I would just say that be just be agile and willing to just ebb and flow with wherever life takes you. Um, industrial engineering is a very broad field. You can take it as technical as you want to be more of in a position where I am, where I'm not necessarily using my technical skills, I'm using more of my people skills. So there's just a broad spectrum and just let life take you where it's going to and adapt accordingly. Okay, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, well, with your job now, obviously as associate director, you're in charge, you're up there, you're um, enjoying um, being a boss. Um, do you see yourself staying this in this position or would you like to progress further or what? where do you see yourself? It's one of those typical exam questions or interview questions. Where do you see yourself in five years time? So ultimately where I would like to be is an executive director of a nonprofit that really has something to do with kids. Um, we have adopted a girl who is now 12. Um, she's been living with us for eight years. And so, like I said, be willing to be adaptable to whatever life throws at you. I never ever, you know, even 10 years ago would have said, hey, I want to be an executive director of a nonprofit, but just going through the process of adoption and seeing the things that she's been through in her life and trying to connect services, there's really a need in that area to help others. And so ultimately, that's where I would like to see myself. Mm -hmm. So right now in my current position, that's allowing me to build some of those skills and just get the exposure I would need from a business perspective to be able to take with me in my next step. Okay, oh, very interesting. And I hope that works out for you. Um, it, it's lovely to see where the future can bring people and how yeah. things can change completely. Um, and so any other advice that you would give or anything that you would change, I suppose, from when you were 16, 17 yourself, is there anything that you would say, I wish I had done this differently, or this is what the advice I would give to you, other than to work on their soft skills. And um, I would say two things. One is life goes really fast, so enjoy the ride. Don't. Mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot of pressure to be, and expectations of following a very rigid, specific path. But be sure that you're really embracing life as you go along. Um, there's plenty of time for a career. So don't miss out on all of the things that, you know, from 16 to 25 that you should be doing. Um, just embrace it and live it. And there's a lot of, a lot of years of working ahead of you. Um, and then I would just say um, don't don't be scared to change. Mm -hmm. Like if you think that you're going down a path and you're like, you're really excited about this path and life throws you a curveball, like it is okay to change. And there isn't a roadmap that you absolutely have to follow. And I guess the last thing is 
um, because this is something that we experience a lot here that I've seen, especially with younger people, is that they really expect their career to take a specific path. And that usually involves starting out in entry level and graduating and eventually ending up in management. But there's a lot of things to management that some people just really don't enjoy. Like you have to have a calling to be in that area. So it's okay if, if that's just not your thing and mm -hmm. you like staying at a lower position, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So I would say just be up to doing whatever is in your best interest and not setting an expectation that of following something that's actually somebody else's expectation. Okay, exactly. Fantastic. And it's something I'd like to keep telling the students, but hopefully they'll listen when it comes from someone else. Um, really, I don't want to hold you too long. Um, obviously, you're taking time out of your busy day at the moment. Um, but thank you very much for speaking with us today. Um, and it's been fantastic to talk to you. Uh, I'm sure you're very busy. What is it? 10 a.m. with you now? It is. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, but thank you very much.